Welcome to Green Wave Radio. Your episode starts now. Hi, I'm Jack McDonald, and this is Green Wave Radio. Every day here in New Jersey, thousands of kids just like us experience homelessness. They have no home to eat in and no desk to do schoolwork. To help fight the trend of homelessness among youth, Del Barton has annually held the Solidarity Sleepout to raise money and awareness. To tell us more about this, we brought in a five-year member and coordinator of the Sleepout, Richie Misticelli. What's up, everyone? My name is Richie Misticelli. I'm an 11th grader at Del Barton. I've been here since seventh grade, and uh, this is my fifth consecutive year of Solidarity Sleepout. I'm a leader and coordinator of the group. And uh, we're getting ready to do our next uh, Solidarity Sleepout uh, coming up on March 20th. Awesome. Thank you, Richie, for, for coming on the podcast. Uh, to get some more context around what the event actually is, could you just give a, a quick overview of, of the event? Yeah. So basically what we do is uh, throughout the year, we'll kind of uh, send you know notifications out to the group on Schoology and stuff, you know, giving them facts about homeless youth uh, in the United States and New Jersey specifically as well. Um, and basically this whole, uh, organization solidarity sleep out is based around the fact that, you know, there's homeless youth everywhere. Um, and, and it's really a sad fact to be honest. And this organization is doing everything they can to support the homeless youth in, in New Jersey and in the United States. Um, and, you know, giving them proper care and the ability to actually have a home, have an area to sleep have an opportunity to get ahead in life, go to college, do all these things that they wouldn't be able to do because um, previous to the organization, they would just be sleeping on the side of the street. So basically what Solidarity Sleepout does, it provides them a platform to get back on their feet, get themselves going. And basically what we do at Del Barton is we sleep out in solidarity for them and we raise money throughout the year um, while also just educating our group about, you know, what, what, we stand for what the group's for what the purpose of it is and educating them on homeless youth um and the facts about it awesome um I, j- j- i'm just just curious so you said you kind of sent out notifications uh pretty frequently on on schoology uh regarding homeless statistics uh can you just kind of walk me through the the thought process there and, and educating i guess the group members and maybe an example of of something that could get sent out yeah sure sure so Basically, what happens is we have a meeting kind of in the beginning of the year toward, towards the fall, middle fall, um, and Mr. White, uh, the head leader, the, the teacher coordinator, kind of talks to us and gives us all a date in which during the week we have to post a little post about homeless youth in New Jersey or in the United States. And basically, the whole point behind it is, you know, you can't just go to an event without knowing why you're going to the event. And what these notifications do is they help the people who are in the club and in the, you know, foundation kind of realize really what they are raising money for and the whole purpose, the whole mission of, of the sleep out in itself. And, you know, like I said, a post could range anywhere from a simple two line sentence stating how many homeless youth there are in New Jersey or a simple quote about somebody who was homeless and was in salt and then got into solidarity sleep out and was able to make a better life for themselves. Just something of that nature, something simple, something easy. Um, but just to really get that idea of why the people are participating, participating in the event. Um, oh, wow. That's, that's, that's really interesting. And I completely agree with, with the idea of, of coming in with intention to, just to, to, again, get some further context around the, the actual event itself. 
Could you give us some, some of the details around the agenda for the night? Yeah, so basically we were actually having a conversation with the coordinators out over at Solidarity Sleepout for the event. Um, they're the youth coordinators at the, um, you know, the facility, the organization, and they kind of go over with us what we want to see. There's a wide range of options and stuff, um, but this year we have to do it virtual because of Corona. So we'll all be doing it from our homes, uh, from our laptops on a Zoom call. And basically what's going to happen is what typically happens, what happened last year is we'll, we'll join the Zoom. We'll get a couple of talks from, you know, people who actually were homeless, um, people who were homeless and joined the Solidarity Sleep Out. They, they joined the Covenant House organization, which is the organization that does this, uh, organiza- this uh, fundraiser and stuff like that. So a uh, representative from Covenant House will come and bring in, you know, two or three people who were homeless at one point. And they'll basically talk about their experience and how when they got to Covenant House, their lives completely changed and how the the money donated kind of really was able to help them, you know, get to where they need to, to be, to be successful. And it's really great hearing these success stories. Um, and, and that's kind of like the first part of it. And then there'll also be this part where, you know, uh, the founder of the New Jersey Covenant House kind of comes in and gives us a little talk, uh, Jim White. He's a great guy. Uh, he gives us, you know, an inspirational talk about what he does, why he does it, all that st- type of stuff. And then, you know, you'll join breakout rooms and, and, and talk to some people. And, and I think you'll actually have the opportunity to join a breakout room with somebody who was homeless at one point, um, which is great because then you get to hear their firsthand experience and their firsthand thoughts about the um, event and, and their whole life and leading up to Covenant House and leading up to getting into this organization and, and, and stuff like that. So it's kind of a, a fluid uh, agenda at this point. We haven't really created something specific, but that's how it kind of went last year. Um, and I'm assuming it'll be somewhat the same. Um, but I think that breakout room um, type thing is going to be really essential this year um, for collaboration and understanding. Interesting. Uh, and obviously it's probably another challenge in and of itself virtually. Um, but to, to get a better understanding of what, of what the, the fundraiser is, is really doing. Could you, could you quickly describe what Covenant House does and how it, how it uh, helps and, and really fosters uh, homeless youth of, of New Jersey? Yeah. So all the money goes right into the organization. Basically they want to expand the New Jersey kind of offices, I guess you could call them not really offices, but shelters for these homeless youth. Um, they want to be able to expand it because they want to be able to give everyone they possibly can this opportunity to, to get back on their feet. And let me let me go into a little detail about what Covenant House actually does. So, you know, they'll somebody who's homeless will come up to their doors, knock on the door and talk to whoever's there, the representative, whatever, whoever is one of the leaders at Covenant House in the building. And they'll kind of go over their situation with them. And they're really, really understanding of Covenant House. And basically, depending on their situation, they'll take them in. And they start out small, you know, they, they get a place to live, they get a place to collaborate with others who are in the same type of situation. And they kind of go through stages once they get to Covenant House. So first it'll be, they'll be getting take, get the, they'll get care from the people at Covenant House and kind of almost, it's not independent living at that point when they first get into Covenant House. And as they go little by little, they'll have more independence. Um, and as they go up the scale, they'll go to school. You know, if they're if they're already not out of school, like if they need to go to school, they'll go to school. Um, and kind of as life goes on, 
just as like a, any normal life, you get independence, you get independence as you go. And so um, basically that's what Covenant House does. They take it in stages. And as you get older, you have more and more opportunities to, you know, move out of Covenant House and go into their apartments where there's uh, all these sorts of groups. It's so collaborative because everyone kind of moves together. Um, it's a whole family at Covenant House. The people there are, are a great big family. And um, so you have the opportunity to move up from dependent living to independent living on your own. And Covenant House will help actually with the funding of some things or another. And they also encourage you to get a job. So they also want you to be able to ease off of Covenant House. They don't just throw you out into the world. They get you to where you need to be. They ease you into the into regular living, into, into life. And um, it's a really helpful process because these people couldn't do it on, they couldn't, they couldn't do it on their own and they had the help they needed with Covenant House. And so basically what you were asking, all the donations go to helping that type of thing. Um, people just developing like any other person would because everyone deserves the same type of chance. So, And, and you speak about this kind of reintegration pr- process. And uh, I, I was just curious on, on really how long on average that, that took because obviously throwing a, a homeless youth back into, back into an independent living situation is, is maybe not the most constructive thing. So, so I'm just curious uh, as to how long that process is. Yeah, so they take... Um, it's like young adults, more more like I'd say. Um, they take kids who are about 20, 21, and then as you know, as life goes, you obviously get older. Um, but the whole process kind of depends on who you are. Um, so if you're twenty and, and you know you're in school, you're in college, you're going through things, you're not really going to be able to live quite on your own right when you get to Covenant House. You have to kind of go through these stages and prove that you really, really want it. Um, and and these kids, all who join, they all really, really want it. Um, they're all really motivated kids. And that's, in my, in my opinion, that's part of Covenant House's whole thing. Like they want these kids to be motivated. They get these kids to be motivated, which is great. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would say that it varies from person to person, um, depending on, you know, how they kind of show themselves, like show how they work, their work ethic in Covenant House itself. Um, it it kind of depends. I've seen guys go in for like three years and that that was it. And I've seen guys who have been in the whole Covenant House organization for more than that, you know, and they, some people just months. Um, so it, it really depends on who you are and what your situation is, but they really are accommodative for what you need. So it's not like a certain amount of time you have to be out. It's more, you know, you can stay or if you feel that you're ready to go, then they'll help you and ease you into the new um, situation. Awesome. Awesome. That, that provide a lot of color for sure. Um, so, so I'm, I'm obviously signed up to, to, to attend the night, but in the process of, of, of signing up, I realized there was kind of a unique donation system. It was, it was almost uh, competitive, uh, obviously in a good way. Uh, can you just quickly describe what that donation system looks like and kind of the intention behind that? Yeah, it's pretty fun. So basically Mr. White kind of had this idea to incentivize um, donations. And so while on the website, it's also competitive. We make it competitive within our group itself. So not just on the Covenant House website where it gives you a roster of kids and shows who's donated X amount of money and who's gotten this many donations. But also Mr. White kind of says like, okay, whoever raises a thousand dollars is in a drawing for whatever, $25 gift card or whatever. So it kind of incentivizes this like 
donation because you know donations are the biggest part of this whole organization they need donations to keep going and to you know keep providing this this shelter and this this opportunity for these young young adults um so mr white gets this competition going where you know however amount of money you make or or donate um it's like so 1000 like i said is a gift card and then 5000 i think is a different threshold and then there's like this mvp cup that you get whoever like has the most donations gets on the cup or whoever's been there for consecutive years gets on the cup. So, I mean, it's, I think it's a really great system because not only are people like kind of always talking about it with this little incentivized system, but people want to donate as much as they possibly can, which is, it's like a fun little game. And, you know, while you're doing this little game, you know, for a fact that you are helping somebody who's in a bigger situation and who needs your help. So it's it's fun and it's also really rewarding because you know in the end it's going to something really great. Yeah, I, I, I imagine it's it's incredibly rewarding. Um, so so I, I, and this is kind of just out of out of curiosity. Uh, how much it ha- has Del Barton historically raised, and and what are you guys looking to to raise to raise this year? So Del Barton actually competes with a couple schools. Uh, St. Joe's uh, is actually one of the the big schools that we compete with, but basically we try to beat them every year. They have their sleep out earlier on. Um, and I think last year we crossed over the threshold of $75,000 and we were actually one of the, I think we were one of the world, or not the world record, but one of the New Jersey records for how, how much we've raised. Um, and I think we've been uh, for high schools. I'm pretty sure that was, and we've been kind of doing our best to just, raise money for these guys for, for this is the sixth year now. Um, I wasn't there for the first year. Um, but basically I think we've been breaking records ever since then. Um, you know, we set the, we set the bar high obviously. And, and in the weeks before it really does look like we're not going to hit the goal. Um, this year it's a hundred thousand dollars. Um, it always looks like we're not going to hit the goal like a week or so before two weeks before. And then the donations start rolling in and, and the amount of, uh, brotherhood and money and, and donations that we receive from all these generous people across the community is so great. And it's so, it's so heartwarming to see all of that. Um, so yeah, this year it's, it's a hundred thousand dollars, um, goal. And I know it seems like a huge number, but somehow we always seem to, you know, the, the, the generous, the generosity of the community is so great that we're able to hit this goal. Um, and I have no doubts that we'll, um, you know, hit it again this year um and beat st joe's for sure so yeah i am sure i'm sure we'll hit that threshold uh, again as well uh or at least ho- hopefully hopefully meet the hundred thousand dollar goal and, and hopefully exceed it um so obviously this seems like a, an incredibly impactful night uh could you just quickly describe some of maybe the the most positive uh stories and of, of really impact um because of the night and maybe your own yeah so the positive impacts are just outrageous. Um, the first time I did it, I went home and I couldn't stop smiling. I felt so good about what I had done and just being with your brothers, knowing everyone's doing it with you, knowing it, knowing that, um, you know, we're doing this all for a great cause is fantastic. But one of the most positive parts about the whole night is when you see those kids who have been through Covenant House and who are still in Covenant House you see those kids and how happy they are up there and you see how they were able to make a whole new life for themselves. They were able to get back on their feet because of covenant house. 
they were able to get a job, go to school, finish school, support if they had like a mother or father support them or, or, you know, just collaborate and make friends at this place, Covenant House. I've never seen people as happy as them. Um, And it's so powerful to see that because, you know, you see, you take things for granted throughout the day. You, you take things for granted all the time, Um, you know, and then you really just are humbled by this experience because you see not everyone has the opportunity that you do, but then covenant house gives them this ability to really pursue their dreams and goals. And it's, it's a really humbling experience, not only positive, but it's humbling because you really see, you know, these guys had to sleep on the street every night for who knows how long until they found covenant house. We only have to sleep outside for one night, you know? So it's like, you're kind of going through it with them, but it's only for one night. And they, they had to do it for a long, long amount of time. And even that one night is so uncertain. Um, and I know it sounds silly, but it, it really just sleeping outside for that one night really puts it, everything into perspective. And you really see things from every point of view and every side. And I think that's really important to see not just how things go in maybe your household or, or your family or your life, but to see how things are going for other people and putting yourself in their shoes to understand really the reality of some situations and how um, how bad they can get and then how good Covenant House can make it for them again. And probably my experience last year was pretty memorable. I actually made a, a vlog about it um, and I was able to post it and share it with some guys. Um, and I just hope that that vlog kind of encouraged more, pe- more and more people to do it and more and more people to get involved in Covenant House and Solidarity Sleep Out. Um, because I just think it's such a great organization that really helps homeless youth every, uh, everywhere. So. Awesome. That's uh, that's all I have for you. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Richie. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. And and uh, guys, so uh, for Solidarity Sleep Out, like I said, it's going to be on uh, March 20th this year. It's going to be virtual. There's going to be a Zoom link. And if you're part of the Del Mar- Barton community, you can um, go on the Schoology page, Solidarity Sleep Out. Um, and just join the page, click, uh, join the team and then get involved, uh, start donating and fathers can join as well. Families can join since it's virtual and, uh, guys, everyone just get involved. It's a great opportunity. It's a great experience. And, uh, I definitely recommend getting into it because it's something so heart heartwarming and and moving. Uh, and I really encourage it. And, um, thank you guys for listening to what I have to say. uh, It was a great time. Thank you. I plan to take part in the sleep out on Saturday, March 20th. This is a good and easy way to raise money for a good cause. 100% of the money raised goes directly to the Covenant House charity. And with everything going on right now, this group is doing more than ever, and it's our responsibility to help. Make sure you sign up for the Solidarity Sleep Out on March 20th if you haven't already, and at least donate for the cause. I'm Jack McDonald, and thank you for listening.